Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. Hello, I'm Tony Hendra, and this is the Final Edition Radio Hour. We have a wonderfully patriotic show for you in our latest podcast, packed with national pride and good feelings about this place called America, that we all arrived in so very recently, at least compared to practically every other country on the planet, where national feelings don't really start gelling until the first thousand years or so of continuous occupation. Which may be why patriotism, itself a pretty new coinage, has been best described as the last refuge of a scoundrel. And love of country is always about 10% love of country and 90% loathing of everyone else's country. National pride, or if you prefer, nationalism, which gave us the Great War of 1914-45, to in which roughly 80-90 to 90 million people were murdered in its name, is on the rise again. Banned at home and now abroad by our chief scoundrel. But this time, of course, it will not do any more harm than giving us that wonderful warm feeling that comes from loving your country and hating the fucking guts of anyone who comes from some other fucking rat hole. So put on that boater with the patriotic red, white and blue ribbon, hurl down your 48th non-imported brewski of the day, and light the fuse of the final edition Radio Hour. We asked some people how they felt about America. A lot of people don't understand my deep commitment to this country. You see all these flags on my property? They mean freedom. I raise a flag at dawn every morning, just like I learned in the Boy Scouts. This is America. This is who I am. Unless the next president is Hillary, in which case I move to Thailand. A guy can get what he wants in Thailand. America is the land of my father and my father's father, and my father's father's father. But not my father's father's mother, actually, and and not my mother's father, who's from Denmark. And as a matter of fact, if I had to choose another country besides America, and I probably do because I can't find a job here, so if I had to go anywhere, it would be Denmark. Which, yeah, I'm totally going to do. This house is America. Your house is America. House next door, though, they're not America. Are they from another country? Nah, I just don't like them. They're from Boston. I don't like people from Boston. I'd say, rough estimate, maybe 65% of America isn't America. I'm thinking of seceding. America. For now. 
Hello to all the peoples of our greatest nation of the United States. I am Ashiana Jakskanova, and now it's time for the greatest of all news from the most greatest American One News Network. But first, we take a loyalty moment of praise for our greatest American United States of America, President Trump. And now the Businesses and Finance Report with Michel Washingtoninsky. Thank you, Ashiana. The wheat is high and plentiful, and a great and prosperous return to the crops will be expected again. For this, we should give thanks and praise to our most powerful of leaders, the great and American United States President of Trump. Thank you, Comrade Michel, for that report. And now, Natalie Frankenstein with the weather. The weather today and every day is, as always, good, double plus good. And for this, we should give thanks and praise to our greatest leader of America, the United States, President Trump. And finally, before we have our last moment of loyalty and praise, the shower to our greatest American President Trump, here for the first time with our new staff, East reporter Dave Smith bringing us news from all of these shithole places. Uh, thank you, Ashlana, for that interesting introduction. Uh, first off, in Cape Town, South Africa, citizens of that region are on the verge of an historic drought as they approach day zero. Uh, hey, hey, what, what, what are you doing? Hey! Thank you, Dave Smith, for visiting our studio at the most greatest American One News Network. We hope you have pleasant journey home. That is the time we have for news today, and now for final loyalty moment of praise this hour to our greatest American United States of America, President Trump. We all hail to his greatness. This is the political animal where we take politics animal style. That actually sounds kind of skeevy now that I say it out loud. Anyway, tonight we talk about the future of the Democratic Party. With me are Rhoda Tillman with the Center for American Progress. A gender-neutral hello to you all. And Ron Bailey, a blogger with Occupy Democrats. Is that coffee for anyone? Yeah, sure. Anyway, my first question. With the Republican president and Congress in disarray, the Democratic Party could really be poised to take over in the next four years. What is the party's plan for 2018 and 2020? Ron? Well, our plan for 2020 is that Bernie Sanders was robbed of the Democratic nomination in 2016. Whereas I believe that the future of the party is that Bernie Sanders undermined Hillary Clinton's campaign and gave us President Trump. Uh, uh, sorry if I didn't make myself clear. Uh, we're talking about the future, uh, not a year ago. I agree. We should look forward to the future and condemn Hillary Clinton for her terrible presidential campaign last year. Well... Neither candidate is really viable for 2020. Uh, Sanders will be pushing 80 and Clinton. What we have to remember going into 2020 is George McGovern's terrible choice of Thomas Eagleton in the 1972 race against Richard Nixon. Are you saying that's my fault? Do you feel like it's your fault? No, I feel like it's your fault. Check again. Uh, regarding the 2018 congressional races. I think we should ask why the Democratic leadership gave into the whole debacle with Thomas Jefferson and Sally Hemmings. President Thomas Jefferson? And the slave he impregnated six times. Where was the Democratic leadership? Well, 
nowhere. They weren't a party. Exactly. Nowhere. Where was the progressive wing during the Black Death that wiped out half of Europe in the 14th century? We were busy advocating for single-payer health care. You were a burning man. Who do you see as the new emerging leaders in the Democratic Party? King Henry II. No, the party's got to unite behind Socrates. Socrates, the ancient Greek philosopher who died in 399 BC? He motivates the young voters. The Democratic Party! Boy Scouts are dropping boy from their name and letting in everyone, while the Girl Scouts say they're not impressed. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? Man, now girls are going to discover terrain. However, the Cub Scouts are going to still remain just young gay bears. What's next? Is it going to be blank to men on CD? No, but Boy George is dropping boy from his name. Now he's just going to be George. She's not allowed to be Mother Goose anymore. She's just Goose. And it became very confusing when I was watching Top Gun. Batman and his sidekick, The Wonder. Now the Just Scouts will be out looking for any talent they can find on the streets of Los Angeles. So do the boys have to get like a tampon badge? Tampons are great for the Boy Scouts because they help you go running and hiking and climbing. Does this mean (laughs) the Den Mothers can come on the next trip? Are you even a father in this troop, sir? Well, with all the tents, they're also letting in the homeless. First they got rid of Indian guides, now this other good thing? Who run the world, Girl Girl Scouts? They don't, though. Everyone knows it's the Illuminati. Now you start a fire by rubbing two campers together. Yeah. Campers burn real good. Now you only get to learn how to tie a bunch of knots if you consent first. And they're adding on a new badge for most woke. And now over to the White House and Chief of Staff General John Kelly's latest press conference. And so, as I walked again amongst the finest men and women on this earth, finer than any of you, over there in Arlington National Cemetery, I decided to make permanent my temporary condition last week concerning the asking of questions during White House briefings. As of this date, Unless you have served in the armed forces or are a member of a Gold Star family, you will not be permitted to ask questions. Period. General! Question! Question over here! General, Semper Fi, God bless America, when you say that those buried in Arlington are the finest men and women on this earth, don't you mean in this earth? That's not funny, lady. No such intention, General Sir Semper Fi. I just wanted to clarify that you mean our honored dead who are buried there are the best Americans? Consider it clarified. Semper Fi, General, from the halls of Montezuma to shores of Tripoli. So you're saying the best Americans are dead Americans? <laughs> Remove this woman! And let me clarify something else. Unless you've served in the military, you don't have the right to criticize the military. That includes me. The president is C and C of the armed forces, so you don't have the right to criticize him either. Repeat, there will be no criticism of me, 
of this administration or this president while there are dead soldiers in Arlington Cemetery. General Goldstar Child here, sir. Have you any intention of apologizing to Congresswoman Wilson now that video has proved you wrong in your criticism of her? That's disrespectful of me, mister. All I have to say to you is dead soldiers. Yes, sir. Semper Fi, sir. By the way, I got my gold star in third grade for bringing Mrs. Schopenhauer an apple. Remove this man! Hey, what are you doing? Let go of me! Come on! Put me down! Put me down! Get let go of me! General, what are you doing here? Silencing the free press! Dead soldiers! What about the First Amendment? Dead soldiers! General, is this a military coup? Dead soldiers! Dead soldiers! Dead soldiers! General! 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 Hi, this is General John Kelly. Are you a wounded warrior or a member of a Gold Star family with a hankering to make big money in the media? Then we have a golden opportunity for you. Major news outlets like the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, NBC, CBS, and many others. Yes, even Telemundo are desperate to find replacement White House correspondents who can meet my new requirements for press credentials. You'll make six-figure salaries, get mad t &E allowances, and free three-star lunches on K Street. Two, three, four times a day. No experience in the news media? You don't need any! They make it all up anyway. Just enroll at my newly endowed Junta College in Washington, D.C. for a two-week course in Pentagon talking points, lobbing softballs, and reporting real fake news. You'll be all set to become a respected journalist in our new federally sanctioned mainstream media. Again, that's Junta College, Constitution Avenue, Washington, D.C., or just go to Junta.com. Do it today! As a matter of fact, we're going to change it to Junta, because that whole oh, 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 thing is so Mexican. This is Steve. Steve lives in a small village called Los Feliz, in the northeast corner of Los Angeles. Many people in Los Feliz village are just struggling to get by, and Steve needs your help. For only $500 a month, you can adopt a middle-aged American who can't make the rent. Yeah, so I'm selling my guitar collection, by the way, so if anyone out there wants an 82 Gibson... Your sponsorship could help so many people in this blighted country. TV segment producers who are older than 50, former coal company managers, waitresses who have to live near their jobs in San Francisco, teachers who have to live near their jobs in San Jose, full-time Walmart employees full-time Amazon employees, full-time call center employees, full-time daycare workers, all of them live on the streets. It's cool. I mean, I lived in my van when I was in my 20s, and, you know, the baby's not going to notice. How can you look at this unshaven face and hungover eyes and not be moved? Just ask John and Priscilla Getty, 
who adopted Larry, a 32-year-old assistant manager of a pizzeria. We get a postcard once a month telling us what books he's reading and what kind of women he's hitting on. And the movies he's downloading illegally. And he made me a wallet. He made John a wallet. (laughs) I don't know why he thought you didn't have a wallet. (laughs) Pathetic. For the price of a cup of coffee a day, you can buy someone a cup of coffee a day. Won't you help? Just get on Facebook and pick someone you kind of remember from high school. They'll probably thank you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. As you know, America is being attacked by a giant meat-eating hamster, which has been murdering people with radioactive poison. That's why we, the U.S. Military Joint Chiefs of Staff, have decided to get a solution from you, a couple of TV political pundits. Who better? Welcome to both of you. Popular Fox News host Alan Date-Rape. Uh, that's me. And forgettable McNothing Face from MSNBC. Present. Let me describe the threat. The hamster is 270 feet tall, and he actually has a lot of support from people inside our own country. Also, the 270-foot-tall hamster speaks Russian, and the hamster isn't a hamster. He's Vladimir Putin, and he's normal size. I want to hear some solutions. Well, first of all, the same thing happened under Obama, and nobody complained. There has never been a 270-foot hamster literally chewing on wires in the White House. Uh, you conveniently forget the gopher. What gopher? Look it up. When Obama was president, a gopher showed up on the White House tennis court. I'm Googling it now. How big was this gopher? Why does that even matter? Was it 270 feet? It doesn't matter. Google says it was 12 inches. That's the same thing. 270 feet equals 12 inches. It does when you leave your ivory tower, snowflake. We're getting bogged down here. Forgettable McNothing face, what should we do to fight a 270-foot hamster who, as I said, is just a regular-sized Putin? Well, as I've said, if you want the right answer, you've got to ask the right question. All right, well, what is the right question? How will this 270-foot hamster affect the status of minorities in the film industry? I don't think that helps anything. I mean, I don't mean to be negative, No, no, but... no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I, I understand. You're racist. Uh, Can I just say I kind of admire the hamster? Look, how do we fight this thing? No gays in the military. Bigger abortions. Hillary Clinton killed Seth Rich. Vaccinations caused bovine leukemia. Woodstock was a mistake. He's gnawing on the door outside right now. You people are useless. I've already heard your ideas before, and I think they were all originally written by the hamster. We We know know that. that! 
All right, soldiers, we're coming up on the drop point. Everyone knows what they're supposed to do? Yes, sir! We'll drop down close to the enemy base and hit them with surprise attack. Correct. Now, they aren't expecting you, so this move could hopefully give us an advantage in this war. Are you ready? Yeah! Woo! Kill! 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 There's your captain speaking. We are coming up on the drop point shortly, but in the meantime, just sit back and enjoy your flight while First Officer Hansen and I guide this vessel. Sir, what was that? Uh, don't mind him. He was a former commercial airline pilot and he just started flying for the Army. Now let's get pumped up! Uh, hi again. This is your captain. Just wanted to let you know that if you look out of the left side of the aircraft, you can see some mountains and uh, some desert. Not much down there, just lots of sand. Thanks for flying, U.S. Army Airlines. That's really distracting, sir. I'm trying to get in the right mindset for this jump, and he... Uh, it's your captain. Just want to let you know that uh, we've reached our cruising altitude of 35,000 feet. It's now safe to use all electronic devices, such as iPods and portable DVD players. Sir, we don't even have those things. Plus, I don't think anyone uses iPods or portable DVD players anymore. I know, I know. Look, a lot of people don't want to be Army pilots. It's a dangerous job. At any time, you can just be shot out of the sky. We have to take what we can get. Uh, hi crew. It's me, the captain. Wanted to let you know we'll be starting our in-flight entertainment shortly. Today's movie is Zookeeper, starring the always funny Kevin James. Movie, sir. I thought we were supposed to be jumping into enemy territory soon. We are. Okay, I'm going to take care of this. I'll be right back. So, you guys ever jump out of an airplane before? Ever. Okay, I'm back. Sir, permission to speak freely. Go ahead. Sir, why are you dressed like a stewardess? And and I know that I should say flight attendant to not be sexist, but sir, you are wearing the exact uniform that a female flight attendant would wear in the 1970s. Because it's time for the beverage service. Now shut up and put your tray tables down. Uh, Once again, thanks for flying U.S. Army Airlines. We know you don't have a choice while being in the Army. But thanks for flying with us anyway. Now drink up and jump! We're the U.S. Congress, and we asked, regular heartland Americans what matters to them the most. Well, as a welder who hasn't had steady work for three years, I mostly worry about the estate tax. You know, some people have to pay 17% tax on the portion of inheritance that exceeds $5.49 million per person or $10.98 million per married couple. This is a bread and butter issue for me and my two minor birds. I'm a simple farmer from California's cold country, and I don't understand how we cannot get rid of net neutrality. I mean, we can put a man on the moon, but internet companies cannot impose charges on content that might compete against Comcast? This is what my family and I pray about at Christmas. As someone who has numerous medical issues... I wonder if Congress can make health coverage harder to get. That way, I get a greater sense of accomplishment for every day that I don't die. I live in a small town in Nebraska where my friends are getting hooked on heroin. I just don't understand why this country cannot cut the corporate income tax. Heroin is killing a generation of Americans, and the current corporate tax rate is mildly inconveniencing Berkshire Hathaway. America, we hear you. 
We're the U.S. Congress, and the things that matter to you matter to us. Taliban, then you got bored. You were scared of Al-Qaeda, then you got bored. Now you're tired of ISIS. So we have very important news about Kretmet. Kretmet? You don't like that name? Okay, it's Agblagmag. They sound terrible. They are. The Agblagmag sew other people's faces over their own faces, then do impressions of those other people that sound nothing like them. I'm Cheryl. I put my coffee in the refrigerator because I'm so important. Carol, get in here. Listen to what those bastards in the Ottoman Empire are doing now. I keep telling you, Ron, there is no Ottoman Empire anymore. Pipe down, will you? I'm trying to hear this. In a desperate attempt to destroy us, the Mog also torture beloved internet celebrities. Here is a video of them defenestrating Keyboard Cat. Oh no, I love that cat. Ron, that cat died years ago. And in this video, they cut out children's stomachs and feed them to other children. Then cut out those children's stomachs and feed them to other children until they have stomachs within stomachs within stomachs into infinity. Why are they doing this? They hate our freedom. Oh my God. Why do people hate our freedom so much? Ron, you don't have any freedom. You're on probation and you have to wear an anklet. If you want to help our country, if you want to defy the Ogblog Mug, you'll use that freedom. Go out and buy gas. You got it. And another kitchen range. Right away. And donuts for everybody downtown. Yes, ma'am. Ron, you can't go downtown. You're on probation. And the donut place is less than 100 feet from a school. I don't have time for your political correctness, Carol. My country needs me. And so loyal Americans of every stripe poured into the Best Buys and the Walmarts, where they discovered others who also love America. Are you here because of the Agblog Ma? Yes, sir. That's why I'm buying three toasters when I don't even like toast. Do you hate toast more than you love America? No, I do not. I like the cut of your jib. I like the sauce of your goose. I like the trim of your sails. I like the shape of your ass. I like the engravings on your anklet. Got it from masturbating on a commercial airline flight. Hey, how can you not like toast? Soon, rumors arise. I hear people in Berkeley are joining the Og Blog Mog because they hate America. I hear they're joining it because they hate Christmas. They hate America. Christmas! America! Christmas! You're an idiot! Christmas! Finally, brave Americans stand and fight. You're with the Og Blog Mog! No, you are! Until one day... We know you're bored with the Og Blog Mog, but there's a new group, the Marshmen. They've secretly been feeding you dog water. Carol, come in here and see this. Ron, the TV's not on. You're off your meds. Support for Ken Burns' The War in Grenada is brought to you by Dr. Hugh and Vivian Wrinklepenis, the Henry McGeorge and George McHenry Foundation, the Ronald McDonald Crack House, Anthony Scarmucci, and the support of viewers who lent their spouses their credit cards like you. The conflict in Grenada changed us as a nation. It brought a lot of problems bubbling under the surface to light and raised many unanswered questions. Like, where is Grenada? Also, why? 
The causes and impact of Grenada are far felt across the country. You can hear them everywhere, from the hallowed halls of the Reagan Presidential Library to the many thriving Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf subreddits, and for the 19 Americans who never came home and the millions more who caught a few minutes of coverage on the news in between bouts of disappointed lovemaking, it will always be the war in Grenada. To fully understand the war in Grenada, we have to go back to the beginning. On Tuesday, November 7th, 6900 BCE, Grenada broke off of the Yucatan Peninsula, the action of angry giants fighting over some cheese. Yes, most islands are formed when mega gargans, or supergiants, fight over pasteurized dairy. If not the underlying cause of the war, it was definitely the underlying cause of the war. And then, nothing else ever happened there until October 25th, 1983. Yeah, the war in Grenada can definitely be described as the one time that something actually happened there. The entire conflict lasted three days, but for those of us who served, it felt more like two days. Uh, Because we were asleep like a third of the time. Man, like everyone has their trigger for Grenada. The thing that takes them right back. It could be the sound of people quickly surrendering, the scent of medical students being burned for fuel, but for me, it'll always be the music. For the entirety of the war, the number one song in America was the pointed and harrowing ballad Islands in the Stream by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Well, the Bee Gees wrote the song for me in the late 70s, and Dolly and I recorded it eight months before the war started. It was really just a coincidence that the title had the word island in it. To most of the world, Grenada was just a minor conflict. But to the people who fought on all sides, it will always be their minor conflict. Next week on Ken Burns' The War in Grenada, enemy combatants share their own experiences. What? The U.S. invaded my country in the 80s? We lost, right? There's like only 16 people on this island, and the only one with the gun is American. We take you now to Federal Hall, New York City, in the year 1789. So that's our First Amendment to the Constitution, allowing homophobic extremists to harass people at military funerals, What's next? The Second Amendment, the right of any person at any time to own any weapon whatsoever. Mm. Mr. Speaker, we just had a revolution precisely so that someday anyone who walks into a college or movie theater or mall food court or Amish schoolhouse or even a kindergarten could possess the most state-of-the-art military hardware and quickly kill innocent strangers In truly massive numbers. Well, obviously, we all want to make that possible. But what about convicted felons buying guns? The law may require background checks, but demented psychopaths can still buy whatever they want at a gun show. That is the original intent of we, the Founding Fathers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Certainly, certainly. Mr. Speaker, I do raise a concern. This amendment may expose the true intent of our new nation. You mean to design a government specifically for the killing of children? You'd be surprised how many people are not altogether on board with that. 
So if we want to make sure demented imbeciles can always get a hold of fast and portable firearms, and obviously that's why we're all here. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> certainly, it certainly is. Then we need sacrifice other proposed amendments just for appearances sake. Mm. But we already rewrote the Declaration of Independence, so it didn't say life, liberty, and the seared flesh of boys. Even so, look at our proposed 11th Amendment, and I quote, If there be habits that will make the environment unlivable for future generations, Congress shall stand by with their thumb up their posterior and pretend everything is copacetic. Unquote. Maybe we should drop that one. Or how about the 12th Amendment? And I quote, uh, Children whose parents go away to jail on drug charges should consider selling their bodies to privateers. Unquote. Mm, yes, yeah. Well, we'll sacrifice those two for now so we can get away with the gun thing. But how will people otherwise know those were our original intent? I believe over time, intelligent people shall divine and share in the Founding Fathers' violent hatred of children. Let's just move on to the Fourth Amendment. The right against unreasonable search and seizure. Everyone knows that's supposed to be sarcastic, right? Torn from a world of tyrants beneath this western sky, we formed a new dominion, a land of liberty. The world shall own we're masters here, then hasten on the day. Huzzah, 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 huzzah for free America. Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Samantha Gerwitz, Barry Lank, Sean Ari Lehair, James Mount, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rachel Rauch, Andrew Danish, Candice Martellero, Antu Shell, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, and Leslie Shapira. The final edition Radio Hour is written by Kit Lively, Samantha Gerwitz, Candice Martellero, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Tony Hendra, Rob Gordon, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Melinda Hughes, Jeremy Rayburn, and Peter Kleinman. The final edition Radio Hour is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. Hi, this is Jeff Chrysler, one of the many co-executive producers of the final edition Radio Hour, with a few quick updates to our credits. Lots of people have passed through our doors and spit on our microphones, so let's just let you know that some additional writing and performing was done by Gene Augusto, and some performing has been done by Mike Bezaw. I'd also like to apologize, because it seems that all this time, I've been incorrectly pronouncing the J. So it's supposed to be a regular J, like in J, not a Hispanic J, like in Jalapeno. So one of our great writers and performers is actually Keith Saltogenes, not Keith The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition Radio Hour. Copyright 2014. Hey, 
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.